welcome to the Essential Artistry Podcast, exploring erotic awakenings and liberated love. I'm your host, Luna Agnea, Essential Arts and Intimacy Facilitator, Relationship Coach, Tantrika, and Artist with a passion for the path of liberation through love. In this podcast, you will receive first-hand stories of sacred erotic awakenings, transformational experiences, and love that goes beyond limits. This podcast is here to inspire, educate, and awaken your own sensual artist, because when you liberate your eros, you liberate your life. All right. So welcome to the Shibari episode of my podcast. I'm here with my lovely friend Jenna. We've actually just finished doing a little bit of a rope session. We've been recording a little free three-day mini course. It's going to be online very soon. So you can check out the show notes for a link to that if you're interested. And yeah, Jenna is a rope switch, uh, which means that she both ties and gets tied. Um, She's also a sadomasochist, um, which again, for people that don't know, means that she loves pain, both inflicting and receiving pain. And yeah, she's hasn't been doing rope for such a crazy long time, but she dived headfirst into it. So she's actually quite advanced um, for someone who has been doing rope for, yeah, maybe a year and a half, two years. So yeah, Jenna, I want to see if there's maybe a little story that you'd like to share with the world about your rope journey or something that has really impacted you around rope why you do it anything like that so what do you want to share with us today yeah so I'll talk about my first time that I was ever tied it was by my friend Sky and um, she reached out saying hey I'm looking for a model to show rope for my course and I was like yep but I'll do it let's do it and um, yeah the first time that I ever received rope I dropped into subspace um and it was just like at first I was a bit nervous and I was looking around and I was like I don't know what to look at I don't know what to do because like all the attention was on me but you you don't know that it's actually about you receiving pleasure rather than like what do I do um yeah so she like grabbed a jacket threw it over my face um and then I pretty much went into rope space instantly it was really incredible um that was just like a two rope TK and two futos um so pretty like achievable tie um if you're starting up and it was yeah I felt like absolute bliss was happening so when I came out of rope face I looked at her and I just was like you just look like a camp counselor that I have a crush on <laughs> and she just laughed I think because obviously everyone that's been tied or everyone that has tied has probably heard that or has felt that for their rigor but um, they're in a camp uh, like, <laughs> like I had this this attractive young person in front of me that I was just like I just want to be you and I want to hang out with you all the time (laughs) yeah um yeah and so after I came out of the rope I looked at her and I said I didn't know what intimacy felt like until that until I was tied Mm -hmm. I don't know how PG is it you can be as okay cool so and then I said I was like I can't believe that I was just doggy styling it for so long (laughs) because I realized how much more I could be receiving um in like sensuality and like yeah 
and touch and intimacy. Mm. Yeah. So then after that, I was I went in rope frenzy for a little bit, and then I met you probably the following week at a rope jam. That was when we did the photo shoot. Oh, yeah. At the rope jam. Okay, so yeah, during this next week or two, I was like, Sky, I need more rope. Like, come on. And she was like, All right, we're going to do a shoot. My friend Luna's coming back from overseas. Um, And yeah, then Luna tied me in like these beautiful flowers. And yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first experience in rope. And now I'm addicted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I love how you're saying, Yeah, that was your first taste of intimacy mm, because yeah. it's interesting like a lot of people when they see rope from the outside they can think it looks like quite violent or aggressive yeah. or intense or something but what I found is a lot of people when they first have their experience they're like wow I felt so much trust and bliss and I felt so safe and I felt so connected mm-hmm. yeah and it's so different to what people think like what were you expecting when you looked at rope when you were going into it I mean I didn't know that it was going to be so like internally meditative Mm. um I thought that there was going to be like I don't even know I thought it was kind of something that partners did and it always kind of led into like sex Mm. um I didn't know that it could be done with full clothes on like with clothing on and um outside you know like there's Mm -hmm. so many different places and ways to do rope that I didn't realize were an option um yeah so it was like very eye-opening um to understand that there was like so much more to rope than the few photos that there are available to see. Yeah. yeah. And how has intimacy changed for you since that experience and since going into the rope world? Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Ah <laughs> uh, um yeah in being intimate with um my partners, my lovers, my friends, even mm. I have so many beautiful friendships that have actually fostered from rope and um that have then led into becoming lovers and then partners and yeah it's the eye gazing the touching the the speed the tempo being slow and just Mm -hmm. understanding how like alive your skin can feel um just by touch yeah so that's completely changed even um applying pressure to someone's body you know they're sitting at the kitchen bench walk past and squeeze their shoulder Mm -hmm. and it's an instant like Oh, you're there. Hi. Yeah. yeah. And just how much touch can make you feel. Yeah, I love that. It's like, yeah, in these rope scenes, you really feel the person there. Yeah. And so many times for a lot of people with sex and intimacy, even when someone's like on top of you or inside you or something, yeah. like there can be this sense of separation and yeah. disconnection in a way. And a lot of people learn through rope or sensuality and stuff like this, like how to yeah be fully present with a person and you know you really feel that difference when someone's full attention and focus and Mm -hmm. awareness is like on you and they're really like I'm holding you I'm here for you and it's been interesting to train that as a rigor as well like Mm -hmm. how did you find that was that like an easy thing for you to get into holding that space for people or did you have to learn and train it um I think I think I got it pretty well like pretty quick because once I had being tired I was like oh this is how I can receive and I can just be here just for me Mm. um so then understanding how good that felt and then kind of taking on how much of the like a giver I was I can be like oh but I can give them in a different way that can be really intimate and gentle and nurturing and then I think um seeing people's responses to rope Mm. um that kind of makes you eggs you on and makes you want to do better and like do it more yeah yeah because you see how 
Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It seems like people tend to easier fall into one side, either like the receiver or the giver. Like for me, it was so easy to receive rope. And, you know, I've always been more on the submissive side. So I was able to like quite easily yeah, drop into subspace and all that. But for me to be the giver and to get that confidence and to know, like, I know what it feels like for me, but then how to give that to someone else and like, not to have my focus go inward and be like, oh, am I doing okay? Are they liking it? Am I good at this? But to be fully on the other person and yeah. present with them, like that's taken me a lot of training. And that's where I think rope is really good because it's such a practical way. Like you're literally tying someone, you're doing stuff to them. So you're like, okay, I need to be here with them. But yeah, I think you're really good at that. <laughs> did you feel the benefit? I did personally, but do you feel the benefit of having received so much rope first mm. that like you felt more confident when you were giving people rope and how things felt? What did you? Yeah, well, this is why I think it's so important to receive if you want to learn how to tie. Like I got quite a bit of slack when I first came to Parathlon from like some people in the rope community because they're like, oh, like we don't switch and that's, you obviously don't understand BDSM dynamics. But like in Europe, I went to like a lot of rope workshops and festivals and like unless you were at the really advanced level like everyone swapped and it was because of this idea that yeah like if you don't know how it feels on you then it's hard to really know like what it feels like on your model and that's why I'm like uh, like switching is such a good way to become a good rigger because yeah you really learn like oh like this feels really good and everyone's different so like what feels good on some people doesn't feel good on other people and uh it is different but in general there's some things that you know like okay yeah it doesn't feel that great when the ropes are kind of sloppy and falling off and it feels so much better when it's really like tight and organized and like you know feeling that contraction and expansion and that Mm. the differences in the body postures and being moved and yeah, you learn so much from experiencing it. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes I put more pressure on myself because, like, I've had some, you know, these amazing rigors that are some of the best in the world, like, tying me and knowing, like, how amazing that is and then being like, wow, it's actually really hard to do that yeah. to someone yeah. Yeah. on that level. So sometimes I'll, like, judge myself a bit too much and be like, oh. But, yeah, that's why I like the, the simple flow ties. That yeah. It's more about play and experimentation and mm-hmm. that can be good yeah I feel like now that I've um I used to bunny a lot more than I was rigging and then I stopped stepped away from bunnying for a while and now that I've stepped into rigging and being mostly a rope top when I receive rope now I can't get in there as well like Mm. not as well but it's harder for me to drop in yeah um and I find myself kind of watching what they're doing in my Mm. head even though my eyes are closed I'm like what are they doing and if something goes well I'm like I'm totally stealing yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, then I'll be like I'm so doing that but um yeah I dropped into subspace for the first time in ages um like the other week and I remember when I came out I was like oh I can't even remember what he did but it was great yeah, <laughs> yeah so for people listening that don't know all the terminology and stuff like when we say bunny it's the receiver mm-hmm. there's also different words like bottom receiver bunny model model um different things and then a rigger is the person doing the tying just this little fyi and um yeah how do you describe subspace for people that don't know what subspace is or what rope space is mm, okay so for me it's kind of the space where i'm not thinking about work i'm not thinking about my ex i'm not thinking about you know all the things I have to do at home, but it's completely, it's beautiful in there. Um, 
really know. Just you and your reader are like the only ones that exist. Mm. And just so much breath. And sometimes you can get some like visuals as mm. well. You can actually like see some like I see that rolling hills and like blooming flowers and mandalas. Um but yeah, it's just like a really blissful um place to be. Mm. Yeah. Before yeah. it hits the word most people say. Yeah, like for me, yeah, I've definitely had some of these like psychedelic visuals in road scenes sometimes where I'm just like, whoa, mm-hmm. getting like really intense, um, yeah, kind of inspiration or downloads or whatever it is that you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. you're in this very open, receptive space mm-hmm. and it's this softness in the body as well. Like you're not holding on to tension. You're not trying mm-hmm. to control the situation. And this is what comes from this deep level of surrender and letting go where you're just like, so in the present moment, you definitely had sometimes like you feel like you transcend time. Yeah. Like I remember one time being tied by an ex lover and like we're flowing and moving. And suddenly, you know, when we, we finished up, we're like, wow, it's been two and a half hours. Yeah. And you'd swear it was half an hour or something. You're like, what just happened? Like we went into this total vortex yeah. of just rope and flow and intimacy. It's really amazing. Yeah. I helped him before I tie someone, I'll say, oh, do you have any plans today? Any time restraints? Because yeah, I'll get into mm. when I'm freaking, I'll get into like a three hour flow state and I'll just keep going through. And I'm like, as long as my bunny looks happy, we, <laughs> we continue. We voyage on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's um, a lot of different styles of robe and, yeah, there's, like, floor play and suspension and partial suspensions and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I know personally I find them very different, like, when you're doing floor sensual play versus, like, an intense suspension and definitely as a rigger they're completely different (laughs) because it's, like, you know, it's so much harder, um, you know, all these mechanics and physics and yeah. <laughs> gravity and yeah. ties and everything when you're um, yeah. actually suspending someone from the, the ceiling mm-hmm. um yeah how do you feel about the different styles and the different ways that mm-hmm. work is yeah so I I love sensual robes um but then I really love receiving quite um can I reference the rigor mm-hmm. yes yeah, so I got tied by sparks um and he is very like Oh, like I don't know how to describe it. I think it's in Rambo, like the very like forceful robe. Um, there's not much like flow, but more like body pressure and tension in his ties. Like sharpness. Yeah, to yeah. And you really feel their strength. And um after I was tied by him, I started tying like that for a while. And then I kind of missed my sensual flow rope. So mm-hmm. I tried to go back there and um yeah, but I think it's fun to play amongst them. I think yeah. that's the fun part about rope is that you can always just go with what you're feeling for that day and what your body feels like receiving. Um, and then as for partials and suspensions, yeah, I think I love tying partials. I love being in partials. I love mostly having my face in the ground mm. um, and then my body just like have your way with my limbs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can take them. I don't mind. Um, yeah, and I just... Yeah, I love partials. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I find like floor work feels so like intimate and you really mm-hmm. feel that person with you and it can feel very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. It can also be like very playful and yeah. naughty and stuff. But yeah, when you get into like having 
your body suspended in the mm-hmm. air. Um, then it's it's a lot more intense. It's, I feel it's much more of an internal process yes. for me because yes. it's like it's really challenging for your body and like oh how much can I handle mm-hmm. of this intensity yeah. and um you monitor your breath as well yeah, yeah and like oh you know it's, it's like yoga where you're in these intense poses and you're trying to like breathe and soften and relax into this like intense <laughs> position yeah. Yeah. I mean it obviously depends how you're being tired and stuff but you know a lot of the time it is very intense mm-hmm. um and yeah my favorite part of suspensions is when you're just like hitting the ground again and you don't realize how much you miss gravity <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like everything being on the ropes and then suddenly like the floor and you're like oh I think it's like people lost at sea when they finally hit the earth they're like oh my god the ground on ground I think um when you're there's like maybe like five second period before you come down where your foot you know that it's about to touch the ground Mm. and it's like yeah and they they slow down it's like they know the space that you're in where you're like desperate to touch the ground (laughs) and the tease yeah if you're like time with a sadist that just kind of holds you there for a second you're like no (laughs) put me down but um that's also really fun to play in because you push yourself you think that you're done and then you see that you've got 10 more seconds in you and then you know for next time like oh I thought that I had to call it but like I'm like I'm okay yeah and that's I think lots of the trust comes in and um yeah you can trust your rigor and you trust your bunny to communicate that um when they need to yeah when they come into their end yeah so that's a fun little like pushing yourself in there yeah it's definitely like finding this edge because it can be scary sometimes in rogue because you know there is like nerve damage and you know a lot of people do get injured it's like can be quite dangerous which is why you need to make sure that you're trained and doing it safely and stuff um and yeah i've definitely found these times where you're like or like where is that edge between you know where this mind moves into an injury and where it is just like um, you know, a lot of intense sensation and I just need to like relax more into it and stuff. Um, but, you know, I find like, yeah, when you do, yeah, keep on that safe side where you know that you're not actually being injured. And and that's why it really trains you so much internally to like, you have to be so aware of your body and yeah. so aware of everything that's happening and all the nerves and like, what is blood compression? What is um you know yeah you know you have to be so aware and so like trusting yourself and your limits and your body and that's where I think a lot of people learn so much through Mm. being a bunny it's like such an embodiment process because you're like oh wow I can feel every part of my body and have to monitor every part of my body and my breath and Mm. you know be able to speak my boundaries and stuff yeah it's like speaking up I think that um rope has been one of the things that's really taught me to like ask for what I want mm. um even when I'm with a lover I'm like hey this I want to kind of be touched like this 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 and I would kind of love to hear you say this to me and they're like yeah cool sweet no worries otherwise you'd be like hey just don't you talk to me and they're like I'm nervous <laughs> whereas I can now say like this is what I would like to hear and um throw some rope on me as well if you yeah. can yeah. yeah, that's like my my secret pleasure of teaching rope workshops is teaching people consent and communication mm. um, because it's like people come, they're like, yeah, I'm going to learn shibari. And actually like so much before we even get into a lot of tying and stuff is like, all right, you have to be able to speak about, you know, all these different things. You have to do all these check-ins. You have to um, be aware, like, do I have any injuries? Um, you know, where am I okay being touched? Where am I okay not being touched? Like, what is my mood today? How is that going to impact the way I relate to this person? Is there emotions? 
um, and you know people being able to speak out yeah like what how do I want to be tied because there's so many different ways so if you get a bunny and they're like oh just tie me then you're like well you know like do you want it sensual do you want platonic do you want sexy do you want sadistic Mm -hmm. um so it's a really interesting process because people have to learn to actually say what it is that they want what they Mm -hmm. like what they don't like um and I mean some people come in and they just don't know to begin with but then they start learning so you know you always have to play on the safe side with people that don't know what they want yet and kind of check in but Mm -hmm. it's a really good process because yeah when I first got into it I've you know, even though I worked in the adult industry and I was a stripper and sexually empowered, like I still didn't know how to ask what I wanted or what I desired or how to go for it. And I had to learn that through Rogue. And like, sometimes we don't even know what's available. Mm. Like we'll go, oh, when I started, I thought that there was like rough rope and then there's the gentle sensual rope. And then there's like bedroom bondage. Um, And then you realize you can have nurturing, rough, gentle, mocking, humiliating, sadistic, Mm. um, so, yeah, if I have a bunny come, I'll read out a few options. I'll say, how would you like to be tied? They go, oh, just like whatever, whatever feels good for you. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm feeling really nurturing tonight. I've had a big day at work. So if you've seen me flog someone before, just letting you know that's not going to be incorporated today, that could be something that they're like, oh, but I would desire to be flogged. Then yeah. I can be like, all right, let's click it on. And then otherwise, if they're expecting something nurturing, but I'm like full of energy and just had a coffee and I'm like, pew, pew, pew yeah but they're like I just want it to be held yeah I'm just gonna hope that they're gonna communicate that yeah and that's why like every time even if you tie with someone a million times you have to do these check-ins so I remember once at a festival with my ex like we you know went to do some rope and I thought that like it was kind of communicated that I was feeling a bit sensitive I'd been like teaching a lot I was pretty tired uh, but then there was like a lot of other people watching and he was in a more like cheeky sadistic mood and then like I ended up getting so triggered because I was just like I just want to be held and tied and now you're being mean to me and like uh it's interesting yeah and it's interesting like you know where yeah like we didn't properly check in but we're like oh we've tied together a million times we're partners we know each other but it's like every day is so different so you know, this kind of ongoing check-ins are so important. And mm-hmm. yeah, I find like also at events, some people, you know, what one person will call sensual, someone else will be like, whoa, that's erotic. Yeah. So there's also this checking in. It's like, well, what one person calls sensual might be completely different to what yeah. another person calls sensual. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what are some other lessons in life that have come out of work for you so you've learned more about communicating desires what else has kind of come through from your work life into the rest of your life oh, probably um just oh gosh yeah I think going back to like my friendships how I meet people and how I connect with people I feel like since rope and since learning intimacy from me um my hugs are longer mm-hmm. my eye gazing my eye contact is better um my understanding of kind of being there for someone is like, like oh, I'm sore I'm like yeah let me give you a massage whereas previously I probably wouldn't have offered to massage that person that I've just met mm-hmm. um also asking before I do things um you know in your yeah, ecstatic dance and I see all these beautiful people that I've seen every other week but I'm like hey are you a hugger or like do you want a hug um asking before you do things yeah just checking in yeah I think it just made me like a better person really (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> I don't just like smack my friend's bums all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's previously arranged. Yeah. Yeah, but I also love like um, something that you were saying before around like, yeah, platonic rope and our kind mm-hmm. of, you know, I love, um, that's one of my favorite things in Perth actually is our little like rope community yeah. rope group and the way that, you know, there, there's this beautiful line um, between like platonic friendship and like sensual intimacy where you're not like, you know, wouldn't I wouldn't consider it the full like lovers with these people because you might yeah. not be like, you know, romantically or sexually intimate, but you can have this kind mm. of beautiful space of like mm. closeness and intimacy and, and you can explore that energy like, yeah. you know, like, oh, what's alive between us, um, mm. you know, without it having to be like, okay, we're going to make out and go on a date or <laughs> have yeah. sex. Like you could be like, okay, like this is a beautiful way to start seeing like what the mm. dynamic is between me and this person. Um, you know, without it having to, yeah, be a thing. Be a thing. Yeah. 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 I think, um, with my, with my friends, my close friends, we will often, often <laughs> um, I'll often message one of my friends and be like, Hey, um, I could just really go for like a little emotional release and being held at the moment. And they'll come over and they'll give me some rope and then they'll hold my head while I cry. And then my friend might be like, and I'm really stressed. Can you just kind of like scratch me and give me a little bit of rough rope? And then I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it's like we all kind of help each other kind of manage our emotions almost yeah. through rope. And it can change. And it can be because we're sad. It can be because we're happy. It can be birthday rope because they yeah. just have <laughs> rope. I always yeah. love our little like birthday rope thing. Yeah. So it's someone's birthday is like, all right, three people are going to tie yeah. you now. You're going to get all this <laughs> attention. Yeah. And everyone's watching and cheering on. And if you're a masochist, it's like, hit her harder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was um, in Queensland for my birthday. So come back next month. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm over. <laughs> oh, beautiful. So is there any final things or inspiration or anything you want to share about your love for rope with the world? Mm, just that I hope everyone tries it once and then tries it again with someone you you didn't like it (laughs) yeah Yeah. totally and then maybe once more with a different gender yeah I don't know like whatever just because you've had one bad experience or like less than wonderful experience doesn't mean that rope can't be something good for you like um I've had great times I've had bad times and Mm. I think that understanding that it might not just be your receivable but like the person that's giving it to you or the way that they gave it to you yeah just yeah um be open-minded and um to take yeah yeah so much you know even like a person on a different day like someone might get tied by me on a day or I'm just like not feeling fully in it and then they might be like oh that was like mediocre I don't see what the big deal about ropes is like yeah. there's definitely some people that you're more compatible with rope for mm-hmm. and some people like it might not be as compatible and mm. different moods, different days. So yeah, definitely second mm. that, like giving it a few different shots with different people and mm-hmm. yeah, trying to find a style that suits you. Um, you know, it can be yeah, this very therapeutic, relaxing, mm-hmm. like trust safety yeah. thing, or it can be this really exciting, sexy, mm-hmm. wild, like very amazing thing. Yeah. 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 You can also have like one off rope and then you can have someone that you develop a rope relationship with where yeah. you end up doing like awesome stuff yeah because a lot of people like need to get to know the person like for me it's very hard like unless I really 
have a sense of the person first or unless they're like very confident, very sure of what they like and what they want, then, you know, often the first tie I'll be like holding back a bit. But then like after a while of tying with them and knowing like that I can trust that they'll tell me if they don't like it or, you know, if, if we've hit an edge or something like, you know, there there's a trust that you have to build with yeah. the, the bunny as well to make sure that they're actually, you know, not just like, dissociating and, you as well. yeah, yeah. people can go into this like fawn response and stuff so mm. yeah sometimes it takes time to like build that trust on both sides like for you to trust the rigor and for the rigor to trust you yeah. um because yeah there's definitely some people that like i don't feel confident tying them because i don't think that they're going to be able to speak mm-hmm. you know and it just takes time to build that and that's fine yeah <laughs> we have to learn it sometimes we do so just start now <laughs> <laughs> right now cool well yeah so you know if you're wanting to learn a bit more you can check out the free little freebie that we've got for you um so yeah i'll link to that in the description so if you're interested then um yeah it's just like a really simple one rope two different knots in three different ways um just for you to start getting that sense of like what it's like to be held with rope and move someone and um all that and then yeah if you want more then we've got a whole course where you can find all over the world now everyone's doing rope it's really exploded the last few years so you know often on set life you can find groups locally if you want to learn we always recommend like in-person learning is ideal um you know online has its benefits and is a great support but like live um, practice is you know key mm-hmm. yeah so hope some people out there are now a bit more inspired to give it a go and to try it out and yeah if you have questions you feel free to let us know and see what we can answer for people yeah <laughs> thank right. you for having me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and through my website, sensualartistry.com and sensualarts.school, where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch. Hope to see you again soon.